Welcome to Basketball Party, episode 29. I'm Aaron M. Routson in Los Angeles, California, and with me... Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. All right, let's get down to it. Yeah. We got to go... I think we got to go to the conspiracy corner first in a, in a bold move. Finally, for those of you that are living under a rock, the Warriors dropped a game last night. Yeah. <laughs> you sound so sad about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I because I was excited. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I guess I was hoping for a more uh, dramatic loss uh, mm. for the Golden State Warriors instead of to uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Dude, the Bucks are the giant killer. They also yeah. ended the Lakers streak. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I, I was hoping for something much more poetic. I was I was really hoping that Cleveland was going to beat them on Christmas. Well, yeah, I still hope that. I mean, that still could happen. Yeah, it could still happen, but it's not going to be as good. Uh, it'll still feel pretty good. <laughs> I mean, not to me. It'll just be like, oh, they lost. Uh, I will feel. I will feel avenged. The thing is, it almost happened Friday night. Because it mm-hmm. almost happened against the Celtics. It was like the Celtics teed that up. I just think it's so weird because I read things about, could they lose to the Celtics? Mm-hmm. And it was a very close game. We uh, saw highlights of it while we were eating dinner mm-hmm. that Friday. And then we were in this uh, bar last night, and I caught the the fourth. And I don't know. I, I really hated the t-shirt thing. I loved the t-shirt thing. I, as I said to you last night, I love that they had those t-shirts made. As I told you, I hope that every team that plays the Warriors secretly has shirts made that say 24-2, 24-3, just for the rest of the season, just to psych them out. I, I, lo- I, I love that they had those t-shirts made in advance. Mm. Those Six t-shirts... What's that? <laughs> the fix is in. I, really, you're going to spend that much money to make shirts like that? Those in the hope Those shirts were pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, if they, if, you, if they didn't win, then you just start a bonfire. I mean, you know, there's worse <laughs> things that could happen. Yeah, you'll, you can go to a Goodwill in the greater Milwaukee area and, and find uh, that shirt there. Yeah, totally. Um, I thought it was... I, I liked it just because, I mean, what a, just because to your point, like what an unlikely random, you know, like a random Saturday night game, just losing to the Bucks. Like it was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, they all knew. Yeah, they all knew. I, I think that's one of the things that, uh, I mean, regardless of it, if it's true or not, because people always talk about uh, the fix being in mm-hmm. with professional basketball from time to time. So it really annoys me that in these made-up narratives emerges, you know, so they lost the Bucks, and then they're all wearing these T-shirts, and it's this wonderful worldwide leader-type moment mm-hmm. that we're all experiencing. But I don't know, like, that kind of stuff, the T-shirts, I don't know. It, it takes me out of the moment, I think, because then it just seems choreographed and staged and sometimes that's fun with basketball but a lot of times 
that that's the kind of stuff that I don't like sometimes. Mm. I was happy to see those shirts and I, I, you know, not so secretly was happy to see the Warriors finally lose. It's such a, it, like, just a Bucks, man. You're a surprise. Bucks? Hey, yeah. you never know. It's like Greg Monroe. Moose. Saw the moose again. Moose. I think that I think that you know part of it was that that game had been teed up by the Celtics game the night before, which was close. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, like most of the games that they played this week, a little road trip, mm-hmm. were were close. Yeah, there, there weren't really any blowouts. So fatigue has sets in. Yeah. Well, and then everyone's fave Clay Thompson injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing that we kind of talked about, and I think that's what everyone is talking about with this team. If they can stay healthy, great. But, like, knowing professional basketball, there's no way everyone is going to stay healthy all season. There's just no way. Also, two other possible conspiracies. One, mm-hmm. I can't believe you didn't bring this one up, is that the Laker organization does not want to see their greatest win streak taken away from them. So maybe they've secretly been, you know, paying off teams to try to knock off the Warriors. Collusion. <laughs> Collusion. Kobe um, Bryant. Kobe Bryant is making sure that the Lakers organization, because you know what's he even doing anymore? He's retiring. Yeah, I I don't know. He's going out and doing his little wave as he before he goes onto the court. Oh my God! Did you see that? There was. I, I don't know if it was this week or last week. He was saying that he doesn't want teams to have any kind of, you know, he doesn't want gifts. And he doesn't want any kind of, like, fanfare about him, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, if you didn't want that, then why did you announce that you're retiring now? Yeah. I why didn't you that's... just wait till the end of the season? Because, like, now, of course that's what's going to happen. It's like the ultimate, like, who, me? Like, come on. Yeah. That it's, was annoying. It... I don't know. It, it's it, it sounds like a trap, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, someone says, "Oh, don't get me anything for my birthday. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, and you don't do it." And then they're, and then they're like, "Where the fuck is my gift?" Yeah, then they're pissed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Just like, oh, 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 you forgot my birthday. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. And then the other conspiracy theory being that the seventy-two and ten Bulls team. That Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were colluding for this, you know, the Bucks to beat to beat the Warriors. You know, I, I think those are fun conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. Yours is real though. Your conspiracy I, theory is real. I don't know, because I again, uh, I like narrative in sport just as much as the next person, I guess, but when it gets to be too much, then I'm like, okay, is uh, Silver saying, no, no, they won't lose in Boston. They'll lose in Milwaukee. <laughs> He's you know, looking at like, a big map. He's looking at a big map, and it has the schedule next to it. And he's like, yeah. no, no, it'll be Milwaukee. I mean, I we'll, guess, I guess we'll, we'll have shirts made. Dude, love those shirts. I guess, I mean, I guess the 72 and 10 team, they still got to keep working because they got, you know, they got 10 games to go if they want. You know, to not have that record be beaten. Yeah. I I was happy about it. Yeah. Not ashamed that I was happy about it. It was fun for me. I was like, 
high when it happened. <laughs> Not actually high, but like it just made me happy. Just also like... because also because like Milwaukee was like nine and fifteen. Like that's gotta mm-hmm. feel kind of good too. You're not having a great season. You haven't, you know. They want to know what the kid did. Don't mess with Jason Kidd, man. He will get himself thrown out of the game. He doesn't yeah. care. I mean, I I at least think that'll be good for their morale and something to put on their jumbotron for their intros. Yeah, totally. That's that big a deal. But yeah, they want to know the kid can't be messed with. But yeah, that was exciting. Now, now we finally. No, I'm sure the Bucks will be in the playoffs. Oh yeah, totally. That's what this means. Now the you know that's what's going on now. The Bucks, the Bucks are going to the playoffs. They're going to be like a seven or eight seed. Mm-hmm. They're going to go you know like four and two with Cleveland or something, and mm-hmm. the world as we know it changed forever. No, although the East looks kind of flat right now. I don't know if you looked at standings recently but yeah no it's not great bob not great i was like uh like everyone is 14 and whatever like everyone the top five teams and i was just like (laughs) jeez all right get what you ask for i suppose yeah yeah and then meanwhile the west is like super lopsided because the clippers are not playing great almost lost to the nets last night (sighs) Ugh. Which, I don't know what's... I mean, that Nets team is bad, but still manages to almost beat good teams, so I don't really know what's going on. They're scrappy. They're scrappy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like, uh... But Clips won, so great news. That was an exciting exciting night for me. Felt great. Felt great yeah. at the Warriors' loss. True schadenfreude, in effect. Oh. I mean, I was lying in bed yesterday morning, I think I told you this, and I was just thinking about, like, how much I don't like the Warriors. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm alone. I'm like, I'm so alone in this. And, like, they're so good, and the Cavs are never going to win a championship because now the Warriors are great. And I was like, man. I just, and I'm surrounded by quote-unquote Warriors fans, which most of which are Lakers fans that can't deal and the rest are like bandwagon Warriors fans because yeah. people like being fans of the best team, which whatever. And so, yeah, I got to enjoy these small victories for me because <sighs> I, as I told you last night, I can't, I can't deal with people that don't stick with their shitty team. Yeah. I mean, it does loyalty mean nothing. I mean, the Lakers are straight garbage. Like, they're like two and whatever. I mean, they can't, you know, they can't buy a win. But you have a great history as a franchise. It's not as if this is like the Cavs where, like, Mm -hmm. they're great, but there's really nothing to stand on at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Will the Lakers be good again? I don't know. It's a new time, I suppose. But... I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's just a different type of basketball, a different, I don't know. Well, it's like the Lakers and the Celtics were both so good for so long mm-hmm. that I think it's concern. Everyone's like, I don't know what to do when those teams aren't great. Yeah. Well, but- and I, I think what you're talking, so your joy in watching Golden State lose is... I mean, whether or not you would want to call it that, but you can definitely see the birth of a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and um, everyone likes to see the the di- the dynasties fall. Totally, and it's like I'm like I'm like uh, what's his name in Dumb and Dumber. So you're <laughs> saying there's a chance? Like I'm just like all right. Like this team isn't perfect. Like okay, mm-hmm. here's my window. This is my window of opportunity. So yeah. I mean, I was waiting for them to lose. That's just pretty much. I saw I saw um, possible threat guest Michael the other night, and uh, I was like, "Hey, your team," which is a joke because he's technically a Lakers fan. Yeah, I was like, and another friend of ours was like, "Ask him what he thinks their record is going to be," and I was like, "Oh, eighty-two and zero," and he was like, "Yeah," just get out of here with that. Like, aren't you a Lakers fan? Don't you remember your garbage team? Can't stand, can't stand to look at that dumpster fire anymore. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to have a bumper sticker that's like, "Ask me about the dark times," which is like the four years <laughs> that the Cavs didn't have LeBron. Mm-hmm. Ask me about that. Those seasons, all four of them. Whew. Yeah. I, I again, I think it goes to I don't know because we have different feelings about Golden State. Yeah, I know you don't hate them. Yeah, I don't hate them, um, and I have no real allegiance to Golden State, I don't know, California, Golden State Warriors, all of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it is fun to watch a, a team come together and have, have the potential to really break records. And not to say that, uh, kind of back to your point about... Uh, the Lakers and the Celtics being the dynasties for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when LeBron said that he was going to win every single championship with the Heat, we thought the Heat was going to be that kind of dynasty. I think yeah. without LeBron, that that's in question. Um, you don't think Baby Roll's going to get it done? No. Mm. No. I mean, I, I watched the uh, Pacers-Heat game. Uh, and was very excited when uh, the Pacers got it done. They're they're uh, coming back and surprising me a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think it's when, like uh, a few years ago, those Pacers teams that were getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, people really like to see the non-traditional dynasty teams do something. Right. Um, and then, I don't know, so I think that's why I'm, I ain't mad at the Golden State Warriors. Mm. Um, and I was really hoping for that uh, triumphant uh, Cleveland win over Golden State at Christmas because, I don't know, that would have been a fun basketball Twitter gift to me to watch all of the Cleveland people go insane well about them winning one so, game yeah like well winning one game but breaking uh golden state's record because you know if see i i like that narrative better than you know uh a shitty like friday saturday evening game losing to milwaukee mm. with the choreographed like they had the shirts ready. So, even as a Cleveland fan, I wouldn't have wanted to wait out that many more Golden State wins for them to lose a game. I am not interested in that. Um, the other thing being, I my feelings about the Warriors are acrimonious 
only because of what happened during finals. I, if, if, let's say, let's just get in a time machine and let's say LeBron doesn't come back to Cleveland and Cleveland's still kind of garbagey. Mm-hmm. And last year it's, I don't know, Warriors Hawks. Mm-hmm. That would have been, I think, a different, it would have been a different series for me to watch because I couldn't care less about either one of those teams at that point. So right. this is what's interesting. What you're saying about building a team and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's funny because I think last season we thought that the Hawks were going to be this like, you know, really good team. And they were all, you know, it was like team basketball at its peak and like, you know, just five guys just doing mm-hmm. it, whatever. And that really didn't endure. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of surprised. Um so, I mean, we'll see once, obviously, once, uh, uh, playoffs roll around, but yeah, the East is so flat, like even looking at standings right now, everyone has like between 13 and 16 wins, everyone. So if, unless you're, you know, Orlando or below or, mm-hmm. or the Sixers, which, you know, yikes, um, Oh, I'm sorry. The Lakers won three games. Pardon me. I didn't want to disparage their record. Um, So, I don't know. It's funny. It's funny how that shook out because the the Hawks just will... That team is good, even though right now they're, you know, not even the eighth seed. Mm -hmm. But last season they were so... It was like... I was like scared of the Hawks last season. This season I'm like, eh. Still love Kyle though. Shout out to Kyle Corver. So friend of the pod, Kyle Corver. Friend, friend of the pod, whether he wants to be or not. Um so yeah. I don't know. It's a weird I also hate Steph Curry's goatee. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's gross. Like like I said, I, I'm still looking for that face scrambler. Yeah. I'm still looking for it. Then I could deal. I know it's not that this is the thing. And this is the problem with not liking the Warriors. It has nothing to do with me not thinking they're talented. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, that's irrefutable at this point. Mm -hmm. I just don't think he's likable. Just can't, just can't do it. Um, Like I said, I was going to drop kick that Cheerio or that ladies (laughs) box. Like Jack Black and Anchorman. (laughs) It's just how I roll. Um, so, in other news, um, we can talk about your fave, Coach Pop, making some yeah. incendiary statements this week about the three-point line. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think it goes well after what you had to say about your. I mean, I don't want to say your hate of Golden State is irrational. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, but I'm fine with it. You know, yeah. I know it, I know where it comes from, and I know why I have it. And I know it's stupid, but I can't give it up. <laughs> um, so you uh, kind of sound like Coach Pop right now, <laughs> uh, talking about how he feels about the three-point shot. Um, and I'll just go ahead and uh, read his statements. Um, I still hate it. I'll never embrace it. I don't think it's basketball. I think it's kind of like a circus sort of thing. 
Why don't we have a five-point shot, a seven-point shot? You know, where does it stop? That sort of thing. But that's just me. That's just old school. To a certain degree, you better embrace it or you're going to lose. And every time we've won a championship, the three-point shot was a big part of it. Because it's so powerful and you've got to be able to do it. And it, nobody does it better than Golden State. And you know where they're at. So it's important. You can't ignore it. So my question is, where did this come from? Like, how did this come up? Um, I think, well, I mean, you know, why are we talking about the Golden State Warriors? They're, how they're playing the game is obviously very dominant. Yeah. And the three-point shot is the, I mean. A big part of that. Okay. Yeah. A okay. huge part of it. I was just wondering, because it seems, it's not that it's like an irrelevant topic, but it just seems like such a thing, a random thing to like bring up and rail against, which Pop is, you know. Yeah, I mean, but doing. when they lost to the Heat, uh, that was a big reason that they jacked up a bunch of threes. Oh, love a good, love a good jacking of a three. What I think is funny, and we kind of talked about this before we mm-hmm. we got on, the, uh, we started recording, is that the the three point line was introduced into the NBA in 1979. So mm-hmm. Pop has been hating this thing for 36 years. Yeah, that's a long time to hate something. It is. Um, Let's talk about irrational. Yeah, it's <laughs> irrational, but um, I think it's just where the game is right now. Yeah. Just like, you know, I I was watching a lot of HGTV on my uh, weekend in Chicago. Yeah. Time well spent. Yeah. And, you know, watching a bunch of random shows, and they're going through, and everybody wants an open concept, and, like, the portly husband's always being like, oh, yeah, this backsplash, it's great, I love this backsplash. Yeah. It just... We all grew up in houses that didn't have backsplashes, but now we all want backsplashes because backsplashes are what you expect in your home. Oh my god, I need subway tile. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so the prevailing popular mode of play is uh, kind of dominated by uh, the three-point game right now. Yeah, but I don't really think that's going away. The three-point game is like the backsplashes of you know, basketball. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think that backsplashes may, may go away in the same way that, you know, people might want rooms again and not an open concept. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't really think the three point play is going anywhere. No, I, I mean, I don't think as, I guess what I'm saying is it's, the the preferred it's what's in style yeah what what was in style when we were growing up it was big men that's true Shaq like that's true. you you look at the um the the rough style of play that was really popular in the late 80s early 90s that's really gone yeah yeah although i kind of wish they'd bring that back kind of fun yeah. sometimes you know everybody everybody you know cuz it's always really funny to hear um older players talk about how um, they hated, like, 
the, let's go with the Detroit Bad Boys. I was, like, let's, I was like, I think we have to go to Detroit on this like, one. Well, and, and you think about how people like legitimately hated Larry Bird, too, because he had a mouth on him. Yeah. Like, th- these teams where they legitimately did not like their opponents, and then you see, like, LeBron hug uh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Now. And it's wow. just like, okay. Yeah. I get it. You were his teammate. Blah, blah, blah. Love a good baby roll. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's funny because I think that that, like, old, like, hard-nosed, like, I hate my opponent style Mm -hmm. play, like, I kind of, you know, clearly, based on what I just ranted about with Golden State, I kind of enjoy that. Like, I, you know, just because that's, to me, that's an element of sports. Like, it's not real hate. It's just, like... My team's better than your team. Yeah. My city's better than your city. Yeah. And so it's funny now, and it seems to have, it seems to also parallel, like, the rise in social media that everybody has to like everybody all the time now. Right. Like, Steph Curry and LeBron are, like, buds who hang. And, I mean, that's, it's, I don't think that that's new news. I just think it was secretive before. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm sure, like, there's that thing in that documentary about, um, we just talked about this, but that documentary about Ohio State and Michigan where they talk mm-hmm. about how Woody Hayes and Shem Beckler, like, they only, like, they were actually friends because they were mm-hmm. the only two people who understood the positions that they were in. Yeah. So, in a way, like, but I kind of like this, but I like the fact that they were, like, secret friends. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they were, like, hugging each other every time those two teams played. Yeah. They weren't, you know, uh, in Michigan Stadium being like, come here, bud, let me yeah. give you a big one. Yeah, they weren't, like, doing their, like, secret handshake in front of, you know, a huge crowd. Yeah. Um, but I just, I still just think it's, I mean... It's yeah, like, to me, pops to pops like anti three point stance is very old man yells at cloud. Like you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, like yeah. I mean, because what he's uh, you know, because the game is different now. You know, yeah. well, and I'm I mean, I and not to say that it's good or bad. It's just different. He prefers a different style of play. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but now it's more popular. Um, we're in the age of point guards now. Right. Um, I mean, I'm happy about that. I want yeah. the game to evolve. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny. I mean, you know, soccer is a game that, like, never evolves. It just, like, you know, doesn't. Um, and so it's – I like the fact that the game changes and will change. It's – you know, there's that Chuck Klosterman essay about football where he essentially says the same thing, that football is super reactionary, but in reality that sport is very progressive and introduces rule changes and technology in a way that other professional sports don't. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, uh, and I guess to, um, you know, would they ever make a kick worth nine points? In football. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that's what I'm hearing in uh, Coach Coach Pop's statements. 
You think if they make a shot from half court, then it counts for five points? That's We're going to introduce the half court shot? No, but I, I think it's where do you stop with um, experimenting with the game? Do, do we want basketball to be more like football, to your point? But this is the thing. That change happened 36 years ago. This is what I'm saying. It's not like this is new news and that basketball has rapidly changed over the past <laughs> however many years. That change happened so long ago. So right. it's, it's not as if basketball's moving at the speed of light in terms of changes. Like, no. I get it. Yeah, you want a pre-1979. And, you know, the ABA had the three-point rule fir- first. Mm-hmm. So it's actually even older than that. But I just think it's insane to be like, I like an old-style game. Because that old-style game is so outdated at this point. If yeah. The, if the three-point line had been introduced within the last five to ten years, yeah, okay. Like, you might have something to talk mm-hmm. about. But it's been so long. <laughs> like, get right. with it, old I, man. And I get what you're saying. I think my thing is, it's just, you know, that saying, like, your feelings are like the weather. Like, maybe big men are going to come in vogue again. Yeah. Like, just... it's, it's a style of play. So I don't think he's just being like, oh, the three-point shot, blah, blah, <laughs> that specifically. Yeah. I think it's talking about where basketball is now. And, I mean, a few episodes ago, we talked for, like, what seemed like forever about the fact that the NBA is going to have a league of old men play in the summer. The champions. Yeah, yeah the champions I just, league. I just like, think that- so I, I guess what I'm – what I am extracting from his statements are like with, with like the little tinkering and like doing different things with the game, you know, where, where, where do we want it to go? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that you're going to stand with pop. So I, I, I'm not going to take away from that, Um, (laughs) but I just think that big men being a trend in the game is different than enacting a rule. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so the three point shot, that's a rule. There haven't been that many rule changes. I mean, there've been some, Mm -hmm. but not so much to say like, Whoa guys really moving to, you know what I mean? The short game, the short game is a major rule change Mm -hmm. that hasn't happened. So there's no way to, you know, that can't be, railed against because it's not real but I just think that it's that's what I'm saying I keep going back to old man yells at cloud which is like one of my favorite references for when people do this it's when you're railing against something that's it's a foregone conclusion at this point and there hasn't been it's not as if in the past you know recent past anyone has moved to say, well, you know, we should add in that half-court shot and make it worth five points. Like, no one has done that. So yeah. I, just, I think it's a weird, I, like, I get the overall statement. I just think <laughs> it's a weird thing to zero in on because it just <laughs> sounds crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, uh, I think it's about the style of play. And, yeah, it's the rule. It, it, you're right. It's the rule. If it, it would be like if I was like, you know what's dumb? Letting 21-year-olds drink. Like, that's, that's the law. Like, that's what it is. It's yeah, been that it, way it, for it, so it's long. It's what it is. I mean, the, I think it's the rule, but, like, it, when you think of how people feel about the Golden State Warriors and how they play, yeah, it's really fucking entertaining. Yeah, yeah. It, no, and, I, and, I, it, and it's shocking to see them 
put up so many so fast. I stand with the three-point shot. I'm, I, it's one of the, to me, it's one of the most exciting things in contemporary basketball. Right. Is seeing a um, great three, especially a three that's a buzzer beater. That's yep. like, you know. Yeah, but you, I mean, I know that you've uh, watched teams that, I mean, you've been on the losing side of a bu- buzzer beater shot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We all have. And yeah. doesn't that fucking suck? Especially if your team has played the best. Yeah, but it's it's like one of those things that's just like sheer luck. And like I can't, I've been on the losing end of a, of a buzzer, a three-point buzzer beater. And it's like, you're mad, but like you can't be that mad about it because it's just, it's insane. Like it's so crazy. Right. Um, and, and I mean, and, and I think that that's probably going to what Coach Pop's personality is like. is just that, you know, I think... What he's being old man yells at Cloud about is probably, like, the spectacle of it. Yeah. Well, yeah, Pop isn't a flashy guy. He doesn't... Yeah, I get it. But I just... Yeah, I you just know? It's weird to rail against in the year 2015. Like, I was just like, okay. Woo! Yeah. But um, I, I, I do think it's just that, like, because the three-point game is what's dominating the game right now, and he's not a fan of it. yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, like, I don't think he's, like, being like, let's repeal the three points. <laughs> you Pop, know, I, I, I don't think he's, he's just, you know, he's just, like, twisting his beard at a press conference being like, we need to repeal. Let's stop Steph Curry and let's repeal this. Petitioning, no. petitioning the league to repeal the three-point shot. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. I think it's just, um, you know... If the three point is the backsplash, it's what's dominating the conversation. Yeah. What's going to be, what's the, fla- because it just keeps getting flashier, right? So yeah. what's going to be the next flashier thing? And I think that that's what's the interesting question. I mean, the next flashiest thing is for every play in the NBA to look like a Harlem Globetrotters trick play, I guess. I, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't really think of anything flashier than that. But I just don't think that I, I just can't believe that the three-point shot and this kind of style is going to last forever. Anyway, I was talking about this before we started, but that you know the Wildcat, which you know was a football play, but was so trendy and so dominant that it was like part of a plot point on Friday Night Lights. Like that's how big of an impact it had. I I don't even know if anyone runs the Wildcat anymore. So <laughs> to me, like. Yes, because particularly because of the Warriors and how they play and how the game has changed or whatever. Yes, the three-point shot is the thing right now. But I, I don't know. I think that will change as different teams become dominant. You know, the, something else will be the backsplash, I think, eventually. I don't yeah, know there will there'll be the new backsplash. There will be the new open concept. Yeah. Um, and it, <laughs> You know, it's just where, you know, time keeps marching on. And, uh, you know, we're going to get to watch some retirees play in the summer. And, you know, who knows what they'll do with All-Star. That's coming up, by the way. Dude, voting has started. Voting has begun. Did you vote yet? Uh, No, not yet. Have you? No, not yet. 
No. Uh, may- maybe we should just do a who are you going to vote for. Um, well, I usually like to, I you know, because you can cast a trillion ballots or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like to cast a few ballots that are just like all Cavs players. Yeah. Just for fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I don't know. I mean, LeBron, duh. Yeah. Um, that goes without saying. Um, Ooh, fun fact. Kobe, is he in the All-Star game? Oh, God. Talk about Champions League. Old people. Oh, I, okay. So, Do you, is over, he going to get the over, sympathy under vote? On, over, under, on uh, the All-Star game being dominated by Kobe's retirement. Oh, there's definitely going to be a... I mean, there's no way around there being, like, some kind of retrospective Lifetime Achievement Award type situation. Yeah, there's, go, there's going to be a montage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be something. Do I think that he will get the sympathy vote and get voted in? I don't know. Do you? I mean... Anything's possible, I guess. I think it's... I mean, he got voted legitimate on the A squad last year, and he was injured. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, they're going to vote him in. Like, that, and that's another thing uh, that I hate about All-Star is, like, I don't leave it up to the general public. I don't like that. No? I mean... You don't want a populist all-star? That's not what you want? You want I mean, some I, oligarchy of sports journalists to tell you who, should you who you should be watching? I mean, no, I guess not. But I hate when the general, the general populace knows that a player is hurt and then they're, like, that's the person that they're voting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I don't like vote... You know, you want your vote to matter, right? Mm-hmm. Then use reason. But, I, I mean, that's asking for a lot. Yeah. For both voters of the All-Star game and uh, general politics. Yeah, I mean, we've already... We've, we've talked a lot about our, our mixed feelings about All-Star, as well as our constructive plans for it, which I'm still ready to talk to anyone who will listen about my... Taco Bell skills challenge. Um, <laughs> you want to watch me eat a bunch of chalupas? Look, I'd watch Chris Paul eat chalupas. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, who... I mean, Steph Curry, duh. Yeah. Um, but does some, do you think someone like Igudala has a chance of getting in this year? Or... Mm. I don't know. Um... I don't know. There's, is, I mean, I think that would be really interesting to see uh, a bunch of Golden State players in. My uh, eyes just rolled so hard. My eyes just rolled. I was like, why? We get to watch that all season. In right. The same way, no, I wouldn't but really I'm, want a full Cavs team. I don't really want right. that. Right. <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying is it would be interesting to see if that's where the voting taste is. Oh, I don't know. because That's think all I mean. I'm not saying like, oh man, I want an all Golden State. No. Enough I'm just wondering if that's like where the prevailing wins are. Yeah, I because think. With, I mean, because Kobe's been there since, you know, Christ was born. 1976. Um, yeah, <laughs> since, you know, uh, he's been part of the all-star team. It's just, you know, go 
oh, you know that Kobe's going to be uh, one of the guards. So it's like, yeah. so Kobe's going to be in there again, but if the rest of them are Golden State or... I don't, I don't think know. that's going to happen. I think there's Flippers, too many... it would be interesting. That's all I'm saying. I think there's too many other likable players in the West that play for other teams. For It's, it's not as if... I think that, you know... It's not a meritocracy, I'll say that. Well, yeah, but I also think that this, like, people's love for the Warriors, like, doesn't outclass people's love for individual players. Um, mm -hmm. Like, would I want to see Kevin Garnett voted on the All-Star team? Of course I would. Um, Ricky Rubio? Maybe. <laughs> um, but, you know, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul... <laughs> Um, I don't know, Tim Duncan, <laughs> <laughs> Manu Ginobili, um, there's here other, he comes now, here he comes now, it's Manu Ginobili, uh, James Harden, you know, there's other people, Kevin Durant, there's other people in the West that part of the, like, fun, and I use that in quotes, of the All-Star game is seeing these random guys from different teams play together. Mm-hmm. So no matter how popular a team is, I would never want it to be like mostly players from one team. I think that, that, that defeats the purpose of the all-star game. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can't wait to see how weird and or good and or to totally horrible the jerseys are this year. Oh, mm -hmm. That'll be fun. That's always fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And then the East, you know, there's a lot of guys. LeBron, Derrick Rose, mm -hmm. Kyle Korver. So, <laughs> you know, cast your votes for Kyle Korver now. He's out there. Surprise right in, Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver, write him in. The Lopez twins, you know. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. So, J.J. Redick, you know, so many likable people. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I kind of have no idea. I don't know what, what those teams will look like. Maybe, maybe, uh, they'll, uh, introduce a likable B team. Ah, people I like. Like likable B team game. That's a great name. I hope they call it that. <laughs> likable B team. Ah, yes. The likable B team. <laughs> yeah. Love these it's guys. Like... <laughs> Their moms are fans. Love these guys. Um, what was I going to... Oh, the other thing we were going to talk about, which is uh, LeBron. Mm -hmm. LeBron's lifetime deal with Nike. Lifetime. Was there uh, a number attached to it, or did they just announce it? Uh, there's a number. Yeah, this was like big news this week. Lifetime contract that surpasses any contract Nike has done before. Nike Pitchman for life. You know, they developed a typeface <laughs> around him, which is actually... Mm -hmm. Guaranteed lifetime endorsement deal with Nike that is worth at least $60 million per year, and maybe more. So, uh... Yeah. I mean, I get it's news. I guess, I I don't know. It It's kind of like uh, an Onion article to me, in a way. Yeah, it is kind of like, like an article. <laughs> I agree. 
extremely wealthy man gets wealthier. Yeah, exactly. I just, I, one thing I will say is that once again, like, I get this. I understand where this comes from. But like, once again, here's the statement. Uh, post-Cavs practice. LeBron, I'm just grateful that Nike and Phil Knight and everyone over there just believed in a skinny 18-year-old kid from Akron, Ohio, and I'm happy to be part of such a great company. Okay, like, I... (sighs) Business is business in the end, and I can't... It's not like Nike is LeBron's friend, and he's like, I can't wait to be with this friend for the next however many years of my life. You know? Yeah. It's $60 million a year and mm-hmm. cool, and shoes and a typeface. So how's the typeface that I actually, I will say, uh, the typeface is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, someone sent it to me the other day. It's, it's, I mean, it's obviously a display face, but, um, mm-hmm. it's interesting. The numbers are cool. Um, yeah, I think it's cool. At, at first, when I looked at it, I was like, ugh. Like, it looks kind of, you know, it looks kind of weird when you just look at it in isolation. But seeing it in context, it's actually pretty interesting looking. So, nice work, everybody. Yeah. Everybody Good gets job. a typeface. You get a typeface. And you get a typeface. So, um, yeah, I guess there is some benefit to that lifetime deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, rich man gets richer. That's a good pan of the mm-hmm. entire thing. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's cool. I I don't even know if it's cool. It's just it's an interesting yeah thing. It's, do you, do you think Michael Jordan uh, signed a lifetime deal with Haynes? <laughs> a lifetime deal of looking having a Hitler mustache in commercials. Um, I I'm gonna say no. Like just. Everybody listening, I I want to encourage you to go to YouTube and, like, search for, like, Michael Jordan Haynes commercials and just bathe in how awkward they were. I I hope that he didn't. I mean, did did Kobe Bryant sign a lifetime deal with Nutella before they pulled that endorsement uh, post-rape allegations? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Nutella and Kobe have ever reconciled. Um, post, uh, post rape allegations, but, um, yeah, those commercials I, so I've been reading this. I don't know if we talked about this or if I brought it up. I've been reading this, uh, Pete Maravich biography Mm -hmm. for the past like six months. I'm almost done with it. Um, by Mark Kriegel called pistol. Um, Mm -hmm. and in it, they discuss, uh, Pete Maravich's commercials for Vitalis Mm-hmm. which was a like a dry hairspray mm-hmm. uh, so I went back to watch the commercials today because of course by the miracle of the internet they're on YouTube man wow they are funny um, but it, it's it's it, in the book they talk about how you know he did a commercial for Uniroyal who was making pro kids at the time which mm-hmm. that made sense but then they went into the whole Vitalis hairspray thing, which, if you're Pete Maravich, makes sense because of the hair, but was, like, unheard of for a pro athlete to do a commercial like that at the time. Which is crazy, because now it's like, like I said, Kobe Bryant shilling for Nutella. Like, any, you know what I mean? Anything. Um, 
there was a whole thing about, I can't remember who it was. Um, I got to find it while we're talking. Um, but there was a um, thing where some soccer player, um, oh, Freddie Adu from, who was like a, a phenom, is now like shilling for a vacuum company on Twitter. Yeah. I, I mean, and I understand it, you know, if. <laughs> like, let me Get read that this. weak stuff out of here. Let me read this tweet to you. No mess can beat me thanks to my new Hoover USA cordless two-in-one stick and handheld vacuum. And then it's like hashtagged with a bunch of stuff. And it's him like standing in a corner vacuuming. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Like, yeah, I mean, get that weak stuff out of here. Ha- beautiful people. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's an element of like ridiculousness in that. But I mean, maybe Mozgov really does hang out there. Yeah, the beer garden. My beer home garden. away from home. Yeah, I mean, there's two of them. They're roughly 10 minutes apart, so that's great. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I, I think, uh, I don't know. I think the local commercials are cool because then it makes the players seem like they're actually part of the community, whether or not they actually live there. Right, right. But yeah, um, like, Freddie, I do, like... Selling a vacuum cleaner? Does that yeah. mean to like use a Hoover? No, like I don't care. It's sad. Yeah. Some and sometimes it's just sad. Yeah, sometimes it's sad, and then I don't know. Other times, because not every player is going to be able to uh, assign to Nike or Adidas or like whatever shoe Kevin yeah. Garnett has. You know? Yeah, not everyone's doing Sprite commercials with Drake. I get it. Yeah, I get like it. you got to pay the bills. I get it. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. it's like that whole thing about you know that whole thirty for thirty about pro players. You know that one that's called broke, where it's about how you know mm-hmm. you get out of the league and then you have like no money, even though you were making tons of money. I get it. You know, if someone was going to throw me a few bones, Hoover USA, we're still looking for a sponsor. Yeah. Any of you guys. Beer Garden? (laughs) Beer Garden? Still looking. Um, I feel like we've mentioned it for free several times. (laughs) We've talked about where it is located in the Northeast Ohio area. Um, Yeah, I just think think sometimes the pairings are weird. I guess that's more what I mean. Oh, yeah, like a, a vacuum store being like, you know what I need? I need a sports person to endorse my company. I need a US soccer player to really get this going. Um, or like, you know what I really need to sell this hazelnut spread in the United States? Kobe Bryant. Like, it's, I mean, I get the... International superstar, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I mean, I get it, you know, Italian, whatever, <laughs> but... It still just seems weird. I remember when that went down and Nutella was like, we're pulling our sponsorship. And I was like, man, that's how you know. When hazelnut spreads pulling the plug on you, how far the mighty have fallen. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I imagine that big hazelnut might be a little bit more on the conservative side. (laughs) Big hazelnut. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh, there's just some weird ones. But yeah, Vitalis, Pete Maravich commercials. Look them up. Mm-hmm. 
They're pretty. They're pretty great. Um, tweet at us. <laughs> tweet at Let us. Let us know what your uh, favorite. Uh, There's three or four different ones. Um, yeah. Favorite I, favorite sports sponsorship. I I want to say like. Yeah. Athlete sponsorship. I mean, there's some there's some real goofy ones. There was I remember there was this is a real this is a throwback one, but I remember uh there was one that was I want to say it was Mike Ganzi and Kevin Pitsnuggle, but I don't think it was actually both of them. Um but it was Mike Ganzi and someone else like shilling for the West Virginia lottery like when he went to West Virginia. It was goofy. It was like, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, and I feel like there would just have to be a whole different podcast to talk about Shaq's endorsements. Oh, man. Woo. <laughs> Shaq knows how to get a, hot. a check cashed. Icy hot. What was it that friend of the pod Roy said about, didn't Roy recognize Shaq from Icy Hot commercials? Yeah, I mean, and then I think also his Buick commercials. <laughs> Oh man! Or is it Buick or is it Chevrolet? I can't. No, remember. I think Shaq's a Buick guy, much mm-hmm. like much like Tiger Woods. Um, I did see a LeBron Kia commercial last night, where um, was he with those uh, big gerbils? No, that's the Kia Soul commercial. He was not. He doesn't drive a Soul. He drives a K nine hundred. I'll have you know. Um, okay, my bad. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't. I actually didn't know that until I saw the commercial. But the premise was that somebody writes LeBron or something and it's like, man, does LeBron even really drive a Kia? And it's about how LeBron is going to like go to that guy's house and prove that he drives a Kia, which, you know, I think that's funny. Yeah. Um, threat. Although I, I feel like uh, Blake Griffin has the, has the market cornered on. Kia. Well, he's the West. He's the, he's the Western conference Kia supporter. Yeah, and then you got LeBron on the East Coast. You got to make sure you got the whole market covered, you know. And then yeah. State Farm, mm-hmm. really disappointed in the replacement of Chris Paul with old Mouthguard. So, oh, Steph. Well, Steph I mean, Curry's you know, now. <laughs> BDB, you build the brand. State Farm's got to go with... State Farm, we're looking for that State Farm money. <laughs> State Farm's got to go with what's hot. Yeah. So they're off Chris Paul And that's now. why they're going to sponsor a basketball party. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's what's it's hot right now. Um, so hot. But yeah, I, I look forward to more insane sponsorships going forward. So... That's all I really brought to this week's party. You got anything else you want to discuss? Um, they all knew. They all knew. The fix is in. Silver, Silver was standing in front of his map, and he said, it'll be Milwaukee. Like, <laughs> almost kind of like uh, the villain in Austin. Park. I was like, is that Dr. Evil that you just... Yeah. Good, good Dr. Evil reference. Um, <laughs> it's topical. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I, we I was a teenager in the nineties. The what the water cooler conversation is up now because the Warriors <laughs> finally lost a game. Yeah. So uh, it's over. I, I guess that's a moot point. I hope let's see who do they who do they play next? 
Let's let's see here. Let's look at let's look ahead. Let's look to the week ahead. See what's going on here. Um, well, now now I feel like the water cooler should not be. Will they lose? It will be. Uh, do they drop a game? Again? Well, yeah. So it's just like, how many losses do we think they'll have this week? Oh. Because, mm. I mean, like, now they've lost, right? Yes. Yes, they so. have. <laughs> yes, they have. Uh, let's see. Oh, they play Wednesday. They play the Suns. Hmm. So, let's see. Uh, they play the Bucks again on the 18th. Oh, man, that's going to be a revenge game, and it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, they got a little, well, we're getting into Christmas. So, um, Suns, Bucks, Jazz, Cavs. So, mm -hmm. they'll, play, they'll play the Suns and the Bucks before we talk next. Um, I hope, uh, I hope depending on what happens with the Suns, which I'm assuming the Warriors will win, um, mm -hmm. but if they, if they play the Bucks again, um, the problem is it's Bucks at Warriors, but, um, I would hope that the Bucks fans would come wearing t-shirts that said like 25 and two. Mm -hmm. I think that's funny. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is wasteful t-shirt making. Like, I get it that, okay, I get it. So you, you make uh, for the finals game, Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, and the actual NBA Finals, you're going to make t-shirts that say, uh, you're, you're going to make extra t-shirts, right, that say, oh, Cleveland are NBA champions, or the Golden State Warriors are NBA mm -hmm. champions. But, again, for a random game, in sa it, like a Saturday in December, yeah, uh, I think it's kind of wasteful. That's my personal opinion. I think, I think they're just trying to keep it interesting, you know? Maybe that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I'm fine with the T-shirts. Do whatever. Do whatever they want. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I look forward to discussing, you know, future uh, extra T-shirts, unnecessary T-shirts. Yeah, it really grinds my gears for some reason. <laughs> yeah, big T-shirt would have you know that it's trying to. Yeah, yeah. I trying feel to make like a buck. This is a big T-shirt move. <laughs> well, like big T-shirt has silver by the balls, you know. Well. I know, but what can you do? What yeah. Can you do? Um, but yeah, no, we'll have to do something uh, that's kind of holiday-ish next time. Yeah, in preparation. Uh, Christmas for... episode. What? What are? What are we thankful for? Wait, oh, wait. Wrong, holiday. <laughs> wrong holiday. Wrong holiday. My bad. You're bad. So, all right. Well, think about what you want to. What we want to. You know, talk about for NBA Christmas. Yeah. And I'll uh, Sounds good. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good, dude. Bye, dude. Bye. LeBron James. 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 LeBron James.
LeBron James, 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 LeBron James.